talang guta kadi guta kuntari kita to Hi guys thanks for tuning in on today's episode i have a very old friend of mine i've known her ever since school aradhna and i ha- aradhna was my first friend when i was in a completely new environment knowing aradhna for more than 7 years now she is practically family i still remember the day i went to see her first arangeta and i remember thinking to myself damn that girl is talented which got me wondering Why don't I bring Aradhna on this podcast and hopefully let some of her hard-working, kind, generous values rub off on all of us? Ah, I don't know why I'm feeling so nervous, but that was a really flattering introduction. So, thank you. Knowing her for so long, I still don't know the dance form of Bharat Natyam the way I'm supposed to. So, I figured why not bring about someone who's been practicing Bharat Natyam for over 12 years. to talk about something she's so passionate about you've been practicing and learning bharatnatyam for over 12 years now how did you even begin the journey so fun fact um i started learning when i was about 5 years and um i i mean i didn't really have a choice my mom wanted me to learn and i didn't really know if i wanted to learn it but um slowly um as in when um i started learning for more and more years i fell in love with the art form and i really i'm glad that you know i'm using this platform to talk about bharatnatyam so um i'm honestly i mean it's very sad to see the state that in our own country this very rich and diverse art form is not appreciated as much as the you know western dance forms because it i've experienced this whenever i go and talk to my friends about um bharatnatyam they'll be like oh my god bharatnatyam it's so boring can't even stand to watch one performance and you know i'm like this is so sad that in our own country we don't even know the importance and the beauty of our own dance form but actually you know due to peer pressure peer pressure and you know crowd mentality even i back in the day when i when i just started learning the dance form i also you know used to think oh my god hip hop is so much cooler but when i really you know when i danced it's it's a real experience because it's everything it's it's a big package in one you are exercising your whole body you you can express your emotions and there's so much involved in it it even has a mathematical aspect to it and it's it was it's just so beautiful and slowly i found myself you know um leaning towards listening to more classical music watching more you know classical uh, dance videos on youtube and i really that's when i realized that okay this is really so much more beautiful and so much better than you know any any other dance form whoa okay i completely disagree with that i've always viewed bharatnatyam as the superior form of dance which took a lot of practice understanding and hard work to perfect you know learning something since the age of 5 and sticking to it till this day shows a hell lot of commitment and i applaud you arada honestly well i'm glad you think that way because trust me i've definitely heard a lot of different opinions which is very sad but anyway i hope i can inspire some people to think differently about this art form most of the credits for me sticking to the art form is um, goes to my mom because um, she has also learned it through her childhood and she wanted me to learn it so it's a it's kind of a thing in my family and i'm glad it is because otherwise i wouldn't have been introduced to this really wonderful art form but on a curious note what made you dislike this art form i know you mentioned peer pressure and your social circles but 
what made you actually believe that this form of dance was uncool compared to the western forms of dances yeah well sadly as much as i wanted to be you know happy about learning bharatnatyam it was mostly because you know i was made fun of amongst my friends you know the usual thing that people do they they try to you know mimic the um, the dance and you know it's really offend really offensive so honestly that, that isn't a really good reason to hate I, i wouldn't say hate dislike the art form but yeah i mean at that young age i guess that's what that did to me but as i grew older i realized that you know these are the people who are losing out on you know getting to know such a beautiful art form and honestly i wish there were more people you know who supported their friends and encouraged them to you know pursue this art form i i totally get it it makes sense but if you had to tell people one thing or one misconception or one thing that's not commonly known about bharatnatyam what would it be well to any fitness freaks out there just do one one item in bharatnatyam and you'll know how involved every part of your body is while doing it it is it is so you know demanding it it use utilizes every part of your body and every part of your body is exercised and also there's so many beautiful stories that can be conveyed through bharatnatyam and honestly they're so interesting you know i've done many like dance dramas where you know you dance for a cause you you dance about certain events and you can you know really connect with the audience so yeah i would definitely say that it's not just you know boring um it's not a boring dance from where you know you just see person just sitting and you know not moving around much honestly it is not at all that it is completely different it is so full of expressions and um, movements and it's you really have to you know be attentive to follow what's going on so it's honestly the most interesting dance form oh god this reminds me so for the record i learned karate for a few years and at the same time i tried my hand out at bharatnatyam for a few months so my teacher literally gave up on me because karate was a piece of cake but when it came to bharatnatyam i couldn't focus i couldn't move my body in a way that i was supposed to and that really made me think that man dance isn't easy you've been learning bharatnatyam since the age of 5 i have so much respect to your commitment to this dance form i think what i would really want to know is the amount of sacrifices you've given along the way to reach where you are today i mean i can imagine from spending time to your friends to college to school what not oh yeah there've been a lot of sacrifices so i think i remember um once in school there was this um trip to bandipur or something and i really wanted to go but i couldn't because i had a i had my photo shoot for my arangate from that day and i had to take the whole day for that so i i missed out on that and also it's most of these te- most of the dance teachers do this they um they ask you to take at least a week off before your um, arangatram so i missed one week one or two weeks of school because i had to practice the whole two hour performance almost every day so yeah and then i remember after my arangatram i came back to school and you know with this huge pile of work waiting for me and also like in dance they've like opportunities come at random times so 
I had the opportunity of dancing at the Chidambaram temple in Tamil Nadu which is a very prestigious forum and it came at a time that was like just before my final exams so i was you know i was like me being the nerd i am i was like you know i can't miss this. i can't uh, go for this performance now i have to study for exams but my, my mom just forced me to do it so i had to i had to go for that and honestly you know as scared as i want, was at the time to you know miss classes or miss trips it dancing bharatnatyam actually gave such a positive impact even on my education like doing bharatnatyam kept my mind so active you have to you know may remember so many actions so many steps that it keeps your mind so active that throughout my performance and exams were so good despite you know the fact that i missed so many classes so you know that's one of the other realizations that i had i'm not sure most people know what arangetam is i kn- i personally know what it is because i have attended yours so would you just explain what an arangetam is right so um when a student uh, starts learning bharatanatyam the first thing that they do uh, the first i guess official performance that they do is called a gajji puja that's like a puja to you know certify that okay i'm ready to wear the you know the bells that they wear on their legs that's when you officially you know say that okay now the student is ready to start wearing um, the we call it gajje and after that after you know few years depends on the teacher of training you do your arangetam and an arangetam is basically uh, the first official public performance that a dancer um, does which tells the world that okay now this dancer is ready to you know perform professionally in different forums so it's kind of like you know your 10th boards so it's not like once you've done your arangetam you're like a professional dancer but it's like the first stepping stone into a more serious career in bharatanatyam i would say but um what according to you is the historic significance of bharatanatyam and which is one of the most iconic stories or renditions you've performed which you're proud of till date so bharatanatyam goes way back it is one of the oldest dance forms of our country and it originated in south india and it is also considered to be written as part of our vedas so yeah it's a very old and very significant dance form and it used to be uh, performed in temples and um, kings courts etc bharatanatyam is used to um, depict lot of stories relating to our gods and goddesses and also a lot of our history it honestly can be used to depict anything so yeah well i've come to know a lot of stories through bharatanatyam only and they're honestly very interesting and mainly pertain to you know it can be a story about victory over good over evil or a story about a woman pining for her uh, beloved or about you know a very self aware woman who accepts the truth of the world and is fighting for the against the injustice that is happening with her so it can be anything and that's what is so interesting to portray and you can portray literally anything so one of the most iconic and very popular stories is the one of where krishna eats mud and his mom yashoda comes and you know is about to beat him because you know he's not opening his mouth and he's just eaten mud and when he opens his mouth he 
like she sees the whole universe in his mouth and you know to portray that depth of emotion it's honestly so hard and also you know it's such a you you get so into that emotion that you know many people have even teared up while doing that story so it's it's one of the most iconic and one of my favorite story the other iconic story that i've portrayed is the one pertaining to the udupi krishnamatha um so there was uh, this man called um, kanakadasa and he was of a low caste so he traveled through very harsh weather and you know barefoot all the way to this temple to just see the lord and once he once he came into the temple people you know threw st- uh, threw stones at him because he was of low caste and they didn't you know let him enter the temple but he went to the side of the temple and started praying to krishna and it is said that a miracle happened where the statue that was facing in front turned towards him and blessed him so you know it's like a very beautiful um story to portray and even like in the matha there is a there's a window called kanakana kindi that's his uh, the window that through which he looked at uh, krishna and well the list can go on and on there are so many stories like the iconic baby krishna stories of him stealing butter and being naughty or him playing with radha and her you know showing cute nakras and all so that's there and even like shiva parvati's dance competition that's portrayed and so many more honestly i could just go on and on but yeah i've whatever i've mentioned is i guess the most emotionally intense and very iconic stories and bharatnatyam itself has so many different styles under it um i have learned the varvur style under my first guru was guru shrimati padmini ramachandran and for my fellow non dance followers she is the um dance teacher who appeared in life of pi and later on after i shifted my house i learned i started learning from her daughter guru shrimati kanya ramachandran tayalya wow this really makes me want to try reading hindu mythology so that i can understand these performances in depth but i've also seen a lot of bharatanatyam performances to western songs or bollywood songs what is your take on that do you feel that they do justice to the dance form uh, well this usually doesn't really sit well with me i don't think it does justice to the art form at all because you know bollywood songs i feel are meant to be you know complemented with bollywood dance and nothing else because honestly doing classical dance to bollywood songs eh no not for me <laughs> but i mean when you have so many interesting songs intricate songs and such beautiful live music that you know honestly to me beats nothing else i don't see why you should go out and use bollywood songs and ruin the whole moment so yeah i don't i don't really like that but on average if you had to perform on stage doing your complete 2 hour routine how long or how many days does it take for you to completely prepare for your performance 
from the basics from getting your routine set to you dressing up on the day of the event so yeah the usual two two hour performance or routine is called a margam that's like the you know full fledged performance that a dancer does and it consists of an opening item followed by a ganesha item some people even do after that uh, an alaripu a jatishwaram followed by a varnam which is like the biggest piece the 35 minute piece and then after that they do a few kirtanams or a javali and then they end it with a tilana followed by a concluding piece so first of all starts with the choreography of all this so we have to firstly set up the songs choose the items and then your teacher starts choreographing one item after the other and the choreography will usually take about i guess 5 or 6 months depending on if the item is completely new and um, yeah i mean 5 to 6 months or sometimes a year so for my arangetram i would say uh, getting the choreography straight took almost about a year and um, then comes the practice so that's that's dependent on me the dancer so you have to start practicing one item af- after the other and get thorough with it to the fact that you don't have to think about the next action it should start flowing so that honestly happens simultaneously as in when you get the choreography done so i would say it takes like about a year to get all the items set for the two hour performance if not more uh some cases i i mean it depends on a lot of factors like the type of items your experience etc and also oh my god the makeup <laughs> it is the only makeup i know how to do it's either the full fledged bharatnatyam makeup or you know no makeup at all so yeah that's very very a very very intense process so say if my performance is at 6 i'd have to start getting ready about 2 hours before that so you know you do the makeup first and then you uh you have to get into your costume which is by the way not a sari as many people think it is it's actually a pre-stitched uh costume that's made from a sari so it's actually honestly pretty easy to wear but yeah uh the whole process is very time consuming and takes a lot of time so you have to make sure you're sitting down not stressing yourself out because after that you'll have to anyway you know uh sweat it out and lose a lot of energy so yeah that's the intensive process of getting ready and do you think there's an ideal age for when a person can start learning this dance form do you think age is a restriction when it comes to being able to practice bharatanatyam and if so what would be some tips you would like to give beginners in the field of bharatanatyam well um usually teachers start admitting students from the age of 5 or beyond that because obviously below that is it's, it's way too young and this art form is like it's way too strenuous for such a small kid so usually it's like 5 or five or six years people can usually start but as for the you know upper age cap there's no such thing because my mom uh, she actually took a break from bharatanatyam during her college days and she didn't really get back to it and she did her arangetram like much later in life when she was in her 30s or so so you know honestly it's not if if you think you're too old 
there's no such thing you can always start learning and you can adapt you can do items that fit your age so you need not do very strenuous footwork but there are there are always items for different age age groups so yeah i mean there is honestly no age restriction as such um tips um for young people usually it's the struggle is to keep them interested in it because usually they'll it it requires a lot of focus and determination so you usually when you have a small kid as a student you would require their parent to be around so that they ensure that you know the kid practices every day so that's for small kid uh, children but for 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 anybody else of any other age group who's like older i just say you know just honestly practice there's no better thing to prepare you for dance than dance itself so as long as you keep yourself fit and keep practicing you will be fine if you had one message to young students learning bharatanatyam but as you yourself faced societal pressure and peer pressure of not liking your dance form how would you what what message do you have for these children um well to re- these kids don't do the mistake that i did don't listen to these people who make fun of you or who imitate the dance form they're honestly missing out on a lot and please don't let that be the reason for you not you know expressing yourself in terms of bharatanatyam it's such a beautiful dance form it will transform you in all aspects of your life so when your mom or anybody asks you to join bharatanatyam just please do it trust me you won't regret it it's a lot of fun and you'll seriously you'll seriously enjoy it so please please don't ignore it let's together save this art form let's not let it die down i completely forgot to ask about this earlier so better late than never what memory of me or us do you feel highlights our friendship well first of all your really really contagious laugh literally if you laugh i hear you laugh anywhere i will burst out laughing and also oh my god i remember you used to do these weird um crow imitations and attract fellow crows in our school <laughs> so yeah that's always there with me and honestly yeah you've been you've always been in my head as the most bubbly and cheerful friend that i've ever had and honestly one of my very most genuine and closest friends so yeah i think that's what's kept us connected and still almost the same through all these years i tried so hard not to laugh right now and on that note i guess it's time to wrap up this episode i found this very informative and very enriching aradha would you like to say a few words so thank you so much for having me on this this is really interesting what you're doing and i'm so honored that you you think i'm you know skilled enough to be on your podcasts so yeah thanks a lot bye so the one takeaway from this episode for me personally is maybe it's time for me to try understanding and knowing learning more about hindu mythology I did give Bharatanatyam a shot and figure it was not my thing. So that's that. Hope you guys like this episode and hope you guys tune in for more.